like actually going for Christina Aguilera, like ripping, like, you know, like <laughs> the ripple or what is it? The you remind, It sounds like that terrible American Idol audition where the oh. woman tries to sing Route 66. Oh, I was thinking she bang, she bang, <laughs> baby. Okay, let's dive right in. This is Allison and Sarah. I'm for the love of Chad. Hello. <laughs> well, now you have me in the mood to talk about all of the terrible American <laughs> Idol auditions because now you have the riff of the man that sings Let My People Go. Oh my, my gosh. Head. Definitely not what I was going for. I was just saying we were going to bounce ideas off of each other. And then I started, you know, we started singing and jamming. <laughs> Yes, I didn't know we were going to throw a personal concert for you. It's like when my ex in high school, he's like, I'm going to go have a jam sesh. <laughs> Was your high school ex a singer? Oh, that's or like, he just like wanted to be a singer? He wanted to be. <laughs> there were times where I thought he was a good singer. I see. But he, he wasn't the best. There were and times did you tell him that? No, there were times where it wasn't like bad, though. There were times it wasn't bad and he continued to sing. And I think he got better. He was learning like what worked mm. for him. Yeah. But no, I never said anything. I yeah. certainly was not the one to judge. <laughs> I feel that you then pursued many singers because didn't you pursue a man that was a singer on a cruise ship? Oh, yes. Oh, the cruise ship singer acapella group. And then yes. the the guy, the McDonald's guy was also a acapella singer. Oh, my for God. Concordia, or for Cornell. That... He's the guy that I had the first date at McDonald's with upon my choice. God bless that man. I think about him often and hope he's well. I tried finding him with no luck. How um, sad. I know. But yeah, I guess I've gone for like a lot of singers and musicians in my life. Mm. I don't know what that says about you. Maybe it's like a horoscope. My my high school boyfriend did write a song about me, though. And oh, that dear. I felt like he was pretty good with that one, though. Because <laughs> it was from the heart. He definitely crafted and got better. I think especially listening back to his sound, he was able to to really hone in the skills. But I guess that brings us to our topic. It does nicely lead us into what we wanted to talk about today. Take it away, Sarah. So I feel last time that Allison told a story about being on a date and this man had a bug on his forehead. And I was so shocked that Allison would not just tell him that he had a bug on his forehead. Mm -hmm. So then I feel like it's it spiraled into all these questions that it's like, do you tell the person? Yeah. So... We're just going to go through them and talk about when honesty is the best policy and when maybe you just let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. I really just also wanted to cue in any way for Allison to sing to you some more. You're welcome. Okay. So I definitely would have told the poor guy that he had a bug on his forehead. I would have thought I had too, but you never know how you're going to react when you're actually in the situation. <laughs> So what about like if somebody, if you're on a date and someone has food in their teeth? If it's a friend, I always tell them. If it's somebody I'm like not that friendly with, but still I'm like talking to them, I let them know. I usually will tell the guy 
Um, depends how awkward I'm already feeling on the date, but I feel like I usually tell people. And then is it a turnoff for you if they, A, pick it at the table, the food, or do they need to go to the bathroom and discreetly remove the food from the teeth? See, my assumption right off the bat is to take care of it immediately at the table. (laughs) So... If that's a faux pas, I would probably be guilty of it myself. So on the flip, do you want to be told that if you have food in your teeth? Absolutely. But like, I would also probably resent them. I'm like, how dare you notice this flaw? (laughs) (laughs) I feel that I would tell them as well. Yeah. I feel like it's just a very quick thing. To remove. But like if I was having a horrible time on the date and the guy was making me uncomfortable and the conversation was just awful and I just want to get out as soon as possible, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't be so gun-ho on telling him. <laughs> not not like me being malicious or anything and wanting him to be embarrassed with the food stuck in his teeth. It's just, I feel like sometimes it can be awkward telling someone. And if I'm already so uncomfortable, I might just, my awkwardness level might max, have already been maxed out. True. You got to see how it's going. You got to feel the vibe. Yeah. Um, if someone's fly is down, do okay. you tell them? So normal situations outside in the world. Yes. At just a work- random human on the street. Random huge. Well, no, not a ran- Like, if I, if I'm just walking past them really quick, probably not. If I'm at a bar and I see it, or if I'm with my friends and I see it, if I'm with my family and I see it, but when I'm at work, I'm gonna pretend like I didn't notice. I don't want HR calling saying that my eyes were even at your crotch level at all. <laughs> I feel like most any other scenario except for work. One time this guy started at work and he was so nice. And I was like friendly with him for a while. And he was going to each person, each person to say hello. They were like escorting him around on his first day to say hello to each person individually. And I had already known he had already seen so many people. And I was like later on in his tour and I'm sitting in a chair so my eye level is his crotch level Mm. the fly was open and it wasn't just open and creeping it was gaping gaping and like literally my eyes just went straight into the open zipper Mm. so I was like I cannot say anything I was like I want to say something but this is too uncomfortable right now yeah it's one of those things like would they be more embarrassed if it's called out or would they think, oh, maybe nobody noticed. And then they have some comfort in that because he had already seen half the company at that point. Yeah. See, the fly situation, I don't think I could say anything. I think in all instances, I ignore. Even your friends or out at a bar? Okay, maybe like a good guy friend. But But girls have flies too. True. Yeah. I feel like every time I don't wear jeans, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like every time I go out, I wear like a skirt or a dress. So I, you could wear jeans out. Yes. Yes. Okay. Like a girlfriend. Yes. 
I would say something or a good guy friend, but unless they're like a close friend, I think, I think no go. Oh, I think I would outside of work. Wow. That's very brave of you. I know. (laughs) This is related to the fly, but I, at one point in my life worked at a gym and we could work out at that gym for free because we worked there. And there was one day where we were all stretching and we're all doing the stretch, you know, where you're like legs are out and you're like laying down in between your legs. And so you're like face is near the ground. Like you're very low and you're like looking straight ahead. And this poor gal, the entire seam of her leggings had, no. yep, had unraveled. And I was like, I, I don't know what to do here. I feel do like I, I help a girl out. Something. I'm like, do you not feel a draft? Yeah. I'm like, when she gets home, she's definitely going to figure this out. But I mean, it was in, it was in Boston. I'm like, she's probably gonna have to take the train. She's gonna have to do this whole trek home. And maybe she'll just realize it when she gets home. And I don't want to embarrass her now. I didn't say anything. Oh my gosh. She could just do the whole trek with her booty popping out Mm -hmm. and her coochie. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I probably would have said something. I feel like maybe. Maybe I think oh, I would I have. couldn't. Because then she could cover it up with like a book bag or something. Like on it her travels home. It was like the home. inner thigh seam. Yeah. How would you cover that with a book bag? Like I would literally also, hold my book bag. the fact you call it a book bag. Backpack. I would literally <laughs> hold it right in front of it the whole time. But it's like the front and the back is a problem. Yeah. And I worked at the gym, so I had to see this girl again. Yeah. I don't know. What about the people who have toilet paper on their foot? I feel like that's an easy you tell them. Oh, yeah. You you tell them. Or you just discreetly, like, help them to remove it. Like, you step yeah. on it for them. You let them take a step. You don't address it, but you just help someone out. <laughs> I have at bars when I've had a few drinks. I And I've seen a girl, like, heading out of the bathroom with her group of her of friends and they're letting her walk out with the toilet paper probably too drunk to even notice but i will be like hold on girl and i will step on it and then i will look at her friends and i will be like you were about to let your friend leave the bathroom like disgraceful yeah yeah so i will call out the friends who don't say anything too that's how aggressive i'll be (laughs) and like vocal i'll be about toilet paper well that's an easy one I was at a bar in Rhode Island for St. Patrick's Day one year and my friend was very intoxicated and was like screaming at the band, jumping around like Irish jigging with like a huge piece of toilet paper on his shoe. And I'm like, I was sitting like back far. So I didn't see it until he started like his feverish jig. I'm like, how, how, how did you get this far? How did no one help you before now and me seeing you? Yeah. That's something I think everyone should just do for everyone. Or if girls are tucking in their skirt or dress into their underwear. Yeah. That I think you have to say. I know people that that's happened to. I have not seen it to be tested. I have walked to work, though, with a backpack on while I'm wearing a skirt. And the backpack's hitting your bag going thump 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 And then... It's your dress, your skirt starts to inch up every time your backpack moves. So then your ass ends up being completely out for your walk. And by the time I got to work and everybody drives down the street from work, everybody drives down that street that I walk to work or used to walk to work. Mm -hmm. 
And so I'm like, how long was my ass out? And I just have all of my male coworkers just driving, <laughs> watching while they pull into the parking lot. Cause yeah. I noticed it as soon as I got into the driveway, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. I feel not like good. I would have appreciated maybe not see if my coworker or if my VP yelled out his window, Hey, check your skirt. It's up your ass. I would have been mortified at least then again, I have the thought where, Hey, maybe nobody saw it. So I've got yeah. that little bit of doubt, but I would have appreciated if there was like a pedestrian, a pedestrian on the street who told me. Well, there's also like the discreet pulling aside and be like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I just wanted you to know and yelling out your car window. Yeah. Like the presentation is also key here. For real. Um, when your friend gets a terrible haircut. No. Never? Never. But what if they also know it's bad? Okay, then sure. Do you if steer into the skid or do you keep going with the it's not that bad? Yeah. No, I appreciate because I got a terrible haircut over quarantine. I went to a new person and they literally chopped up my hair. It looked so bad. It looked like it went through a weed whacker. It was so bad. I'm like, everybody was trying to make me feel better and be like, oh, no, it's not that bad. My mother goes, it's pretty bad. I'm like, thank <laughs> you. Because I felt like I was going insane. I was like, no, like literally everything's uneven. Nothing makes sense. And her being like, Nothing yeah, it's really bad. Sense. I was like, I appreciate that. So then I had my sister who never cut hair before in her life take me out in the backyard and try to even things out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that could <laughs> go so wrong. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I feel like I can't tell them. Even if they say it's bad. Yeah, because I think a lot of people will say it's bad and deep down they just want you to reassure them that it's not as bad as what they think. If it's really a train wreck <laughs> and like there's no doubting it, I will be like, it could be better. And like maybe next time we can make this sort of adjustment, you know? Yeah. Because I know I appreciate it when I do have a bad haircut. People acknowledge it. So I don't, I feel a little less crazy. Yeah. But then it's like haircuts are like when you dye your hair, it's so expensive. So I feel like asking people what they think is risky. I don't want people to tell me that they don't like it. I just spent a significant amount of money on it. But then it's like, you know, don't go back to her. She really sucked. So then I found a new person who I actually like, but I... That's and also it's so much money. That's why I went in the backyard and had my sister cut my hair. I'm yeah. like, I can't have this on my head for another another three to six months. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'll just try to have my sister do it for free. Yeah. Um, I feel like that happens sometimes with guys trying to grow out facial hair where they're trying out the mustache and they're trying out the beard and they're asking you if you like it. And you're yeah. like, no, I fucking hate it. But yeah. you know, deep down, they like it. They want you and to like it. So and you're proud like, that they were able to grow it. I know. I yeah. never know what to do. Yeah. You're. I mean, you're not trying to just destroy the poor kid's confidence here. But I. We already established that I hate facial hair. So. Yeah. So you're biased there. Yeah, I am. Um, if a guy or anyone cooks for you and asks you if you like it and you hate it. Um. I say it's good while I'm eating it the next day. I'll be like, because mm. <laughs> I actually so had that situation. why lie in the moment? 
I had that situation. Um, this guy that I was dating for quite some time, he asked to cook me dinner. And I was like, how romantic. He's going to cook me dinner. We were like, this was like our second second date maybe or third date. Mm-hmm. And he's cooking, he's cooking. I eat it. And I'm like, this tastes like raw chicken. And I'm like, oh, is this cooked all the way through? And he's like, yeah, it's cooked all the way through. So fine, whatever. And he was gloating about how he's such a good cook. So I was like, ooh, this is so exciting. So then like a week or two goes by and then we're still talking. And he was talking about how great of a cook he is. I was like, actually, like your chicken sucked. He was like, I forgot (laughs) to season it. He didn't put any salt, pepper. All he did was put some chicken on a pan and cook it. But was it still not cooked all the way? Supposedly it was. I thought it was questionable, but there was no flavoring to it at all. There was nothing else there like to eat it with, nothing. There was no flavoring. So it was what he cooked you was plain chicken and that's plain it. Plain chicken. And Were there was, sides? No. There might have no been like sides. I, there might have been like a little salad, but I don't eat salad. So then um he was like, Yeah, I was nervous and I forgot. Like I was really nervous and I forgot to season it. I was like, Oh, how cute. He was nervous. But yeah, it was what? it was terrible. And like the fact that he kept talking about how great of a cook he was. So then like a year goes by and I we still were I was still making fun of him over the chicken. Uh, he never well, cooked so for it me was a again. Time, oh, he never cooked for you again. He he cooked with me, and it was mostly I was cooking. I was screwing up as well, and he was fixing things. But he had never solo cooked for me again. I don't think that mm-hmm. was like one of the worst dinners, though, because like I was not about to say anything. It was like the third date, and I was like repulsed. It was it was hard to swallow. But yeah, sometimes it's so bad. It's like hard to choke down. Yeah. And then it's like obvious because then they're like, why are you eating it? You're like, oh, it's yeah. terrible. I was like feeling nauseous. Like it was literally you're just eating meat, like just plain meat. There's no nothing joyful, nothing going on for the taste buds. I was like nauseous. And I was like, I don't I didn't even think it was cooked all the way through. I was like, Ugh. yeah. Or, like, uh, all the girls that, like, bless their hearts, like, substitute everything and, like, try to make it vegan. And they show up, like, at book club with their, like, baked good that they're so proud of. And, they, like, they're the most disgusting cookies you've ever eaten in your life. <laughs> You're like, okay, yeah, they're great. <laughs> I really like avocado cookies, chocolate chip cookies. I don't know if I've ever had them. My sister liked it when I made it. She liked them so much. And so then I was like, oh my gosh, my sister's really hard to please. So I was really excited. And then anytime I made it from then on, because I didn't follow like a specific recipe, she's like, they were good that one time. And I would try so many times over and over again. And I could never live up to how I made them the first time, apparently. I'm like, I feel like they taste the same. But then that's the other thing too. If you lie initially, you can't get out of the lie later. So then they think that you like it and then they just keep making it. And you're like, I fucked up. I fucked up. And then how do you get out of it? It's too far gone. Right. But she literally, she never raves about myself. She raved about it. And then she asked me to make them. So I wasn't like, hey, you want Mm. me to make them? She asked for it. So I was like so excited. Mm. And then she just told me to give up, basically. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah. But the cooking's hard, especially if it's like a long-term relationship and you're in it for the long haul and you're like, I'm stuck with this situation for some time. Yeah. Or when it's the mom, his mom's cooking and you have to go to like Sunday dinner and like you would not dare insult yeah. his mom's cooking, and but yet it's terrible. I That's a terrible situation. Yeah, I think that I... I was dating somebody and I hadn't had a hot, a hot dog in like, I don't know, like 15, 18 years. Like hot dogs repulsed me. That's what they were making. They were making hot dogs. So I like had to eat a hot dog. I would never do that again in my life. But I was like, but that's the thing. Like, I was just like, oh, it is what it is. This is what you got to do. I know. And you're trying so hard not to be rude. I eat a grilled cheese. I fucking hate cheese. But I did it for but someone's mom. love those Cheetos. <laughs> That's not real cheese. Yeah. <laughs> no, the cheese chew on it was so thick. And it was like there was nothing else but like the white bread with no flavor to cut it. It was just like mouthfuls of uh, cheese. I think about it all the time. And is I'm it like, like crispy with butter at least? And like I don't like butter either. Bread? Like I, I hate everything about grilled cheese. Mm, grilled cheese is good. But no. it's not good for the stomach. <laughs> so but then I'm like, do you know what I just did for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be respectful. What else you got? Um, trying to think of like little like white lies you could tell. <laughs> well, didn't you have the friends, boyfriends? Yes. That one's very serious. Are you ready? Sure. Great. <laughs> so. I feel like this is always a big debate. Well, f- there are many facets to this debate, I think. Do you tell your friend you hate their boyfriend debate? Mm-hmm. So, like, the first part of it is, like, if it's you, do you want someone to tell you that you they hate your boyfriend? Um, No, probably not. You I don't want them hate- to? Hate is aggressive. I think if they said something to offend them, if my boyfriend said something to offend my friend, then bring it up. Let's address it. But, like, if you just find him annoying, if you think that, like, he smells bad or something, well, maybe maybe let me know that. But, like, if <laughs> you just find him annoying, you don't like his personality, then no, you can keep that to yourself. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I want to know. I mean, they're not dating him. You are. I know, but I mean, you trust your friend's opinion on so many other things. No, my friends have been terrible with their opinions about dating for me. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I mean, I've had it both ways, though, where I've had a boyfriend that I don't think anybody liked and they told me day in and day out that they didn't like them and I didn't listen. So then I'm like, they don't listen anyway. I know. But then it's like, I don't know. I guess I I like that better. Them have having said something to me than getting out of the relationship and them all being like, oh my God, thank God we all hated him. And it's like, well, why didn't you say something this whole time? I wouldn't say out of the relationship either because time and time again, people get back together. I don't know. I think it just begs the question of if you're being a good friend. That's like your job as a friend. But like, 
why do you hate him? That's like a big part of it. If okay, it's the I personality agree. and stuff and you just find him annoying, keep it to yourself. Okay. But yeah. if it's like you're finding things he's saying really, really offensive and it's uncomfortable for you to be around him, then sure, voice it. If he makes you uncomfortable and he's like putting stress on your life for some reason that's like more serious, then sure. But if I had a very close friend and he's like hitting on other girls or like saying something, I'll be like, oh, I found that odd when I saw that happen. Like, hmm, maybe like, is this, okay. do, are things adding up here? Like kind of seems weird. Okay. So but you I wouldn't won't necessarily like, say nothing ever. No, I haven't run into this problem very much though. So like, okay, I, I, I can't say if I was in the position, how I'd truly react. But I feel like I would say something like, hmm, that was kind of weird when, or, oh. But, like, to say you hate them, I'm like, eh, probably, I would never probably say that. Yeah, I mean, hate is a strong word. But I'm saying, like, yeah, obviously, like, between people that are not the person in the relationship, do you hate them? I think, I don't know. I've been in this situation, like, so, so many times. And I go back and forth all the time on what you're supposed to do. And I feel like other people constantly are like asking what to do about it. And like, I don't know. I think it's a lose-lose for everyone. Yeah. And I think there's been times where I've gone back and forth in my mind. Do I say something? Do I not say something? And then it's like all of a sudden they're engaged. And then you're like, well, definitely can't say anything now. Yeah. So it's like it does reach the point where it's too far gone. And then you're like. I mean, if I saw a friend of mine's significant other, boyfriend, whatever, out and about with another girl or, like, on dating apps, like, if they were a friend of mine, I would tell them. Okay. I'd definitely say something then. See, that has happened to me, and I didn't say anything. I haven't said things to people who weren't very close friends of mine or friends with yeah, me Yeah, I'm talking about close friends. Yeah. I'm not reaching out to, you know, the girl I've talked to three times, but like yeah. your close friends. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen their significant others out and about on the apps and I don't say anything. I feel like that's the only time I like would step in. Mm. But I had the biggest debate of all about this question with like one of my very, very good friends. And this is why I think it is on the forefront of my mind because the situation has now resolved itself, literally, thank God. But she was dating this guy that I thought was horrendous. Yeah. Like not necessarily a horrendous person, just like horrendous for her. Mm -hmm. Like she loves to travel. Like we've taken many trips together. Like we have a long bucket list of trips that we want to take. And literally this is my first time meeting him ever. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, like, well, what do you like to do for fun? And he's like, sit around the house. And I was like, okay, like on your normal day, me <laughs> like on your normal day. Great. And I'm like, well, like, do you have any hobbies? Do you like to travel? He's like, no, I hate to travel. And I'm like, what do you mean you hate to travel? And he was like, it's just like such a waste of like time and money. I have no desire to ever travel or like take any trips. So and he I was, was like, quite the conversationalist. Yeah. And I was like, so you have you never been on vacation? Have you never been on a trip? Like, I, yeah. I, no, no. I just want to sit around the house. 
I'm not taking any trips. Like I don't, I'm never going to pay for trips. It's such a waste. And I was like, there's nowhere on the continental U S or in the world that you would like to view with your own two eyeballs. Yeah. No, it's a waste. It's a waste. Like, absolutely not. Like, I won't be doing that. And I was like, I'm like looking at my friend. I'm like, are you listening to this? Because this is the exact opposite of like how you operate your life. And he was like, yeah, I wouldn't say that I enjoy adventure at all. Like I like my simple routine. I'm like, oh boy. And this is like, there were a whole host of other things after this, but it was like within the first five minutes I was queuing into like one, we weren't going to Things be aren't adding up here. Two, you two don't actually have very much in common in the long run. How long were they dating, though? At this point? Yeah. Like a couple weeks. Okay. At this point. So they're basically just sussing it out at this yeah. point still. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, this is never going to last. So I, like, finished the time or whatever, and sh- he goes to the bathroom, and she leans over to me, and she goes, well, what do you think? And I, I go, I don't think this is the place to discuss this because I didn't want to lie. And I knew he was going to be gone to the bathroom that long. That's when I would have been like, oh, I just, I found it in, I found it kind of strange because you love to travel and he seems like he hates traveling. Like, oh, same. Yeah. But I didn't want to get into it right there at the table and have him come back and us be in the middle of it. So then you can see like the panic all over her face. And I'm like, it's fine. We'll talk about later, like not a big deal. So then whatever the day goes on, we like finish the day, whatever the next day she's like, well, like, what do you think? And I was like, okay, like you need to be honest, but you need to like tread lightly. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like you have a lot in common, blah, blah, blah. Like the whole like travel thing, like you are really into travel. And I just wonder like how many other things are like this that you all don't agree on about like Mm -hmm. how to spend your money and like long-term things. A year later, they're still together. And she has not yet asked me again how I feel about him. And I'm like, okay, you know, at some point though, I'm going to, I'm going to have to, I think I'm going to have to say something because there were many other things that came up that were that fundamental disagreements, um, very political, fundamental things. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, just kept thinking like, they're going to break up. They're going to break up. Yeah. There's no way that they're going to be together. So we are in the J crew dressing room. I will not forget this moment till the day I die. And we're like trying on clothes and she has on this like great outfit. And she goes, I really want to wear this for my engagement photos. What? And I was like, (laughs) internally I'm like no 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 and I had a hunch that I would either be the maid of honor or be a bridesmaid and I'm like this is one of my best friends and Mm -hmm. like they fight all the time like no 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 and I'm like at the time I didn't say anything and I had this mental debate with myself for months and months and months like what I was going to do and how I was going to stand up at this wedding and like have all these feelings yeah. <laughs> knowing full well that like it was going to be terrible later. Terrible. Yeah. But they ended up breaking up. Yes. By the grace of God. Oh my God. So I didn't have to, but I eventually told her my true feelings and she was like, you should have told me. 
And even it. if you told, you already gave her ideas of it. And I feel like even if you told her, it wasn't going to change anything. Yeah. But I was like, I did try to tell you before. But I, mean, I feel like it's very sticky. Love is blind. People want to see what they want to see. They put up this like imaginary perfect dream man. They have, a, they have this idea of who this guy is already, whether it's accurate or not. Sometimes some people have a very realistic view of their man and they love him for all of his flaws, <laughs> but love is blind. I know, but I don't, I think there's so many reasons too, like why people stay with terrible guys, but I feel like that's a whole other comfort topic. Loneliness. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like we with, could go into that all day. I know with that said, I guess we'll just wrap it up here. <laughs> Yes, I guess um, if <laughs> I should never ask you my opinions on a boy, I will you... allude to it. And I feel like you can tell based on my behavior with them. Okay. So you're not like a full no. I feel like you can like, read my feelings. I feel like I'm somebody where you can read my feelings. That's true too. But then it's yeah. like, I'd rather you just come out and say it. Because... Uh... People are going to do what they want to do at the end of the day. But, and that's that. <laughs> and that is that. Slap a grilled cheese on the pan and call it a day. Um, if you got any topic ideas and questions, <laughs> concerns, <laughs> feel free to email us at fortheloveofchad.podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at fortheloveofchad underscore podcast and also tell your friends write a review we would so appreciate it if you are enjoying this and thanks for hanging out with us bye slap a grilled cheese on the pan yeah man that's gonna be your slogan now